0: Ladies, gentlemen, Taco Bell lovers, Del Taco lovers, and wait, no, never mind, not you, Del Taco lovers. You guys are not part of this. Welcome once again to the Let It Play podcast. I'm your host, the whimsical wizard of love, David Amaya.
1: And sitting directly next to him, close up on the mic is your verified voodoo vaquero, Phil Arroyo.
0: And across from us is our buddy, Ryan Queros, who is joining us today. Say hello, Ryan.
2: I
1: love Del Taco. Um, Sitting in uh, for his own intro. <laughs> <laughs> Unprecedented. Breaking new ground here, but um, we're just wrapping up a great show.
0: Yeah, we had a great time right now recording with uh, Ryan. We were talking about uh, Del Taco and Taco Bell. So if you guys are on the fence with uh, where you stand uh, as to what is the better faux Mexican restaurant, then this is the episode for you to kind of get a little deeper into that. We also were talking about the origins of Kaleidoscope. Yes, for everybody
1: who have very strong opinions about Del Taco and Taco <laughs> Bell before this, trust me, you're you, going to want to keep you, listening, people. You would
0: be fucking surprised. I, <laughs> I find that there's very... All right, well, let's not, it's all, bit, it's, let's no, not it's, do the it's, show it's, over again. It's all, again, no, it's all, all fun, to.
1: though. It's all fun. But, but right, got, let's we talk have, about, We have some priorities. Let's introduce you. Let's talk about who you are. Ryan Kuros. I am
2: Mr. Kuros. Uh You can follow me. On Mr. on Instagram, Instagram, Instagram Mr. Kuros, stuff. Uh, started, Ryan Kyrillos on, on
1: Facebook, but you started K Tribe, a production company that throws yes, shows and things like that. We with a lot of that We've had before, and we've talked about K Tribe many times before. But you are actually a founding, uh, a founding member, and we, yes, we get into that. So. We get into the uh, into the Triforce gathering that we're having on, on Friday. Friday at Union LA. You know, uh, Union, up there. Eh? so that's uh, right tomorrow. Off of Pico,
2: you already know if you know Union, you know exactly what we're talking about.
1: All right. That is January 19th. That's all right. News. So shout out to K-Tribe and Fuzzy Puddles. Make sure that you guys go check them out. And of course, we're going to drop some links into that, uh, you know, in the description of this episode here. Anything else you want to say to kind of introduce yourself before we kind of get into uh, into the show?
2: Um, Just the Triforce. Follow all the different if you follow the Triforce Gathering on Facebook. You'll get different um, different spotlights on the vendors and the DJs and the producers as well.
1: Get a, yeah, get a good sense You'll of it. You'll also DJ see yourself. i right? oh,
2: I'm, I'm a DJ. Demer is a DJ. Uh, uh, and then you also have Mr. Amaya over here. He's gonna be vending over there. You have a different you know artist spotlight on him. So if you want to go and meet the people who have been a part of different episodes of here on the podcast and. Everybody who, you know, we, we associate with the festivals and different things like that. And go get you some will,
1: inspiration for yourself.
2: Yeah, and, and you will meet, you know, you will hang out and, and learn and have a good time. It's going to be a good time. Well, right
0: the Be fuck sure on. to do that. Also, check out Art in the Park this Sunday uh, at Peak Park in Buena Park. We're going to have the party continuing on. All the same DJs pretty much, and then some, as well as an elixir bar. So come get fucked up without actually drinking.
1: What's an elixir? Should That's what I, I I'm wondering. listening to the show? Yes. What? Crazy. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. And special shout out to everybody who came out to the 2017 after party and made it such a smashing hit. I wanted to uh, take you some time to thank you all from the bottom of my heart and on behalf of everybody at Regal Collective. Love you. And of course, uh, while you're out doing all these things and subscribing and showing so much love to all people that were filming and helping out today. Phil, are you taking pictures today, at Triforce? uh yeah on it bro yeah they, i already took them it's crazy they're already You're in my triforce <laughs> yeah no i've got my switch over there where i've been playing a shitload of zelda so i got That's my good. triforce game on lock son son of a bitch and so make sure that you guys also uh you know subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you check us out every thursday when we post and give us some love on social media as well that is at cast on facebook twitter and instagram yeah, yeah, Mr. Yep. Amaya.
0: You can find me at Hood Stuff, three F's. Uh, and Psychedelic Lions Den. Psychedelic underscore Lions underscore
1: Den. And we'll drop some links to the Psychedelic Lions Den Art in the Park number three coming up this Sunday, and we'll drop some links to that, all the Facebook info for that. And uh, if you guys actually care about little old me, you can uh, catch me on Instagram at... Nobody cares! Nobody, I know, nobody cares, Phil. <laughs> and at Phil nobody cares on Twitter because they won't give me that shit back, I swear to God. If you guys know who has my real handle, I will find them. And I will employ my particular set of skills to get that handle back. Arm wrestle. It's no, it's mostly crying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Please, (laughs) please let it bleed. Please. (laughs) Please, everybody enjoy the show. It's fucking rad. It, um. Oh! It's, there go it's my all bung out with like their decorations and whatnot. And I hope they... your levels are right. I'm not checking this. Let's see. <laughs> Let us see. I can. Uh, well, I'm definitely. Here we go. Okay. Sorry, continue. Um, yeah, so. It's, it's really cool because they're going to be set up with this elixir bar. It's what they're trying to do now for these festivals. And it, they have kava. They have a sass, um, like some sass tea. Like they had different ones. And they kind of like have different effects. But the kava sass one. Sass tea? Yeah. It actually made you, it made you feel like you were rolling a little bit. It was fucking dope. How does it taste though? Bitter? Not uh, bitter. No, the tea was actually fucking good. It was, like a, it was like an iced tea. And it tasted pretty bomb. And I mean, if you're drinking alcohol it's not going to taste yeah, man, any worse it's... than alcohol. And, um, the Cava root is, or the Cava tea, it's like, it literally is like dirt and it tastes like dirt. But, when you first take it, you're like, oh, that's kind of interesting.
2: Kind of earthy a little bit. It's uh... very <laughs> earthy. But, uh, you get addicted to
0: that shit because it does fucking like, make you feel like you're drunk. it, Kept making me feel slightly sedated, and that's what it is. Well, that's like even and
2: like even with Sass, it's just like I, I I made a joke one day, like why can't they make Sass taste better?
0: Yeah, you know?
2: but then I thought about like, well, if it did taste good, how much more would I actually end up doing? You know, oh, like you'll, it, you'll
0: find that when you start to do it there, and you realize also like how it's making you feel, but yet the the idea, the realization that you're not going to be fucking coming down from it anytime soon, mm-hmm. like you're going to have a clean, healthy because I went to work and I was actually kind of like. Fucking work probably is, not in the best Work is dope state. right now. <laughs> I was probably not in the best state to drive and I got to work and I'm like, fuck, I'm drunk. But you know, when you do go to work drunk, you know that you're gonna feel like shit, so that dread comes on. And you're oh, like, oh, wait, fuck. What? Yeah. Hey man,
2: I've been. I'm a server, man. This I'm a
0: server, and I'll. You've drink. never gone to work drunk.
1: We're back with. I actually haven't. No. What? I'm I'm the time I've ever gone to work drunk because they're like, "Hey, we need you right now." I'm like, "I'm hammered. Do you mind?" They're
0: like, "Nope." I'm oh, like, "All right, my on my way." My goodness, I as a ba- my whole bartending career was That's working what I'm drunk on the
2: job. <laughs> as, a, as a server, I'll drink, and then halfway through, and I stop drinking. Like. I'm hungover already. Like, yeah. fuck. Like, yeah. why did I do this to myself? Yeah. <laughs> My shift's only halfway
1: done. Yeah. But with Can these, you get el- a little bit
2: closer to the mic. Yeah. Oh, always okay. Is it on? I didn't even realize. Yeah, that's no, all good. But, I, like to, I like to lean back sometimes. <laughs> but there we cool. go. But with Ooh, these nightstands,
0: that doesn't happen. That come down doesn't come. You just fucking feel good and energized. And, like, it's kind of like you're really high. Like, you know, you're like, you're kind of slightly paranoid because you know you're high. and you're, you're doing just, your shift. but. but because you're like that, you're overly nice and, and you know, overly attentive. I mean, that, 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 as, hey, as,
2: that's how I get my tits. I just go up, to the ta- I go up to the table like, hey, how you guys doing? Good? So am I, baby. What's <laughs> yeah. going on? So am I. Talk I'm, to me, yeah. I'm
1: rolling my tits off right now. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys, you guys want some <laughs> yeah. appetizers?
2: Anybody need a massage on top of this food right now? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Oh,
0: man, as a bartender or in Have the Have you tried putting your
1: food? hands in the spaghetti? It feels <laughs> so good. Oh,
0: shit. You most certainly have to be likable. And one way to be likable is to be on their level and to be drunk and partake in taking shots and whatnot with them. And that was, you know, uh, it was fun. But after a while of doing that, it really took its toll. Well, and that's, that's,
2: that's that's the thing about this, like the service industry, like serving, bartending, all that shit. The one thing, because, okay, as a server, everybody always asks me, like, okay, I'm a server. Are you going to school? It's like, uh, No. like i know i do i do my music don't get me wrong i do my i'm doing i have my own side hustles and shit like i serving isn't my main priority but like the moment that you tell somebody you're not going to school behind serving i was thinking like okay so like what are you doing then you know like like what i was like no like look i do serving because for one it pays i get my bills paid for it pays
1: insanely well yeah Yeah. i I do
2: i get my shit done i get i'm taking care of myself and on top of that i'm talking to these tables and i have my own like relationships with these tables and i do discover some shit and i do talk and i do kind of like explore and have my own fun and go into that shit and uh so like it kind of doesn't like it has its own payoff to just be social and work in that environment now no, as far as bartending bartending versus serving though is different though like you're working you like as a bartender you are going to be dealing with drunk ass people yeah. at times you know and you kind of have to like have like a an understanding i guess of like just like okay like this this guy is drunk I gotta relate to him a little bit to so you don't get for yourself to not get pushed on edge. You know right. if if especially like if, if like you're saying, like if you're drunk and they're drunk, you guys are gonna get along great. Hey man, how you doing? Like, you know, like fucking like I'm I'm with you, man. Like let's fucking hang out, let's have a good time and it's gonna build a good relationship. Yeah. But if say you don't drink, you already immediately have to Put yourself in that level of them like that understanding that state of mind is them yeah to then kind of get to that point so like drinking and doing whatever kind of helps you kind of get rid of that edge
0: well yeah this way. was a weekly a, a, a nightly thing for me during the week at my job so you know you get through the main rush and then you got about an hour or two of dead time but you're still open till midnight and at 1130 or 11 even, you know, you're kind of pretty much cleaned up and then you get these people that want to come in because nobody else is open around you anymore. And so they want to order a drink and you're naturally like,
2: fuck, man, I just want to
0: go. I want to get out of here. I'm ready to do this. So the different it's it's either you just sit there and act pissed off or be pissed off and probably not get a good tip or you just say, fuck it and join in on the party and one uh, shot down and they hit your tongue and then the next I, thing you know uh, you keep going and going and going and it's a vicious cycle. Don't do this, guys, please. I, I actually, I
2: actually, and don't do this either. I actually have like a little story. I went, I went back to my old restaurant, right? And me and some coworkers, because like I, worked, I used to work at Southern Ranch and then we moved over to this other restaurant. So me and some coworkers, we got off of work and like let's go visit Southern Ranch, you know, our old restaurant. And my buddy Spencer was bartending, and it's like the last, it's like last call, and these three girls walk in, and he goes to me, and he's just like. He, look, I'm just gonna ignore them, and they're gonna walk away. I'm like, okay, so like we're watching him, right? We're watching him, and we're just like, let's see how he does this. And they're, they're kind of like, eh, eh, you know, trying to raise their hands for like drinks and shit. And um, and but he just keeps ignoring them. And we're we're I'm kind of laughing at this point, you know, like, damn, he's legit ignoring these people because it's legit. Let's go. He's trying to get off for trying to get off, trying to get out of the way, and they just kind of just walk up and leave like nothing was said nothing at all but like he just was like just stood by what he said and i was just like damn like this is how i do not want to become a bartender No, like, no. yeah, <laughs>
0: like, that's shitty. Yeah, I'm like, like you're turning like,
1: away like probably five bucks right there at least but for him to leave a oh, minute is probably
0: like 20 bucks just for the three of them yeah, yeah for one for, for
2: but for two. him like it's like, it was like because like there's people who like in that industry, there's people who think that, look, the money I made is I'm good with versus, like, I could always
0: make more money, you know? Absolutely. And you find that the old, the people that are older that actually have more bills to pay or, or things like that or, or you know, or, and it, it doesn't always go all across the board like that. But I work in a restaurant with younger kids, right? And I do recall being the young guy working in a restaurant where I didn't really have much to pay for. Everything that I made was just extra and I made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I made a lot more money than I'm making right now, uh, you know, in terms of just extra cash and and cash to spend. But I didn't want to work. And whenever it came down to like, oh, you want to leave early or do you like who wants to go? You want to get off earliest. It's like and, that meme. It's yeah. just like,
2: I want to need more hours, and but can you stay longer? Uh, yeah, we'll yeah see.
0: exactly. And, you know, the older ones are the ones that want to close and they'll take the extra shift mm-hmm. to get the best sections. Because they need to make that money. And it's something that I think has gotten worse in the restaurant industry. Because these kids, not only, at le- especially at this restaurant. Like, at least all the other restaurants that I've been to, that's always been the case. But there's still been some sort of fear of the authority, at least. Like, these kids do whatever the fuck they want. They don't give a shit. And they feel entitled to making a certain amount of money. Like, they mm-hmm. automatically think that they're just going to show up. And make over a hundred bucks that day, like it's just grant. It's supposed to be granted to them because that's what yeah. their job entails, you know. And they don't understand like hard work. And then when busters, even you know, they'll be in the back talking, hanging out, busers. and and, and expect me to tip them extremely fat because the other kids that are younger that don't have those bills to pay for. And they're their friends. We'll tip them a lot. Well, see, extra. that's
2: that's the thing. Like, the fact that you bring up brothers is like a thing about how we're talking about like what people don't understand. Like working in this industry, like I said, like I get different gifts other than money. That kind of like it, they it, humble, it humbles me in a way. Right. As as somebody who's a bartender, or, like it works in this industry. Like you understand, like a lot of people get very prejudiced. Um, in this industry, that think like, okay, oh, yeah. here comes here comes this couple here that, that you oh, just yeah. look at them and you're like, oh, they're not gonna have this. I'm gonna get shit money here. This couple comes here. All oh, these guys are gonna be rude like this mm-hmm. and that. But then you go and serve them or you know you bar- you do whatever for them, and then you find out like, holy shit! Like these people are like really fucking cool. Like, I, oh wait, yeah. like these I like, I'm wrong here. You know, yeah. like I need to not do this. I need to just and understand that everybody is an individual because you can go and look at another couple who you think you're going to be making bang on. Yeah. No.
0: Exactly. They'll stiff you at times, It's a great way for you to learn about stereotypes, although much of the time can be true, they will also always surprise you, and Mm -hmm. you will learn that you can't judge people by its cover, a book by its cover. But the unfortunate circumstance is that a lot of kids just don't even pay attention at all. They just go, and they just serve the table, and they just leave it at that, and they, they... they do keep those sort of uh, prejudice uh, mentalities that that they have, you know. Whereas, like someone like you, I'm glad that you you were able to say that you were learning, you know, from that. And you're right, absolutely right, because serving in bartending, it, you really do learn a lot about life. In, in, in a
2: prejudiced stance that I can't that I can't stay by, female workers do benefit higher than male workers do in this industry. I will say that, and 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 that's just simply because of. Them just I don't know like that's the prejudice side that I do I have noticed with it. Well, there's and, a cultural
1: uh, dynamic at play there to where it has nothing to do with you. It's the prejudice that you know, especially working at a place like Saddle Ranch, well, that a bunch but, of dudes would come walking in. The
2: with. reason why that the reason why I think is cause he was talking about busters, Bussers, my busers, They will go to every girl server and take care of their sections. Yeah. Me as a male server, if I give them a plate, they'll I'll get attitude for it. You know. and 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 if your own workplace shows that then every other that's just you know that's relation that's relationships at its finest yeah let alone just relationships that you just go as a simple guest i guess worker kind of relationship you know just kind of like connection just you come in and then you leave yeah we're working with these people every day and that's already that's created heavily Mm -hmm. everybody else is going to kind of already have like a little feel for that or whatever and and i see it but like it doesn't still like, doesn't put me down. Cause then I just kind of actually pushes me more, I guess, in a way. Sure. So like, you know, like, all right, so I, I'm a dude, I got to figure out how I'm going to work for this and how I'm going to fucking be the best I can be for this situation yeah and instead of like judging others i judge myself in a way if that makes sense like yeah, instead no. of like making them think a different way mm-hmm. i know that i gotta step up to the plate right and make sure i kick ass or whatever the fuck i do
1: well as a... you should especially yeah. in a restaurant setting you know and coming from a like a, a management and ownership perspective you know the level of entitlement that you guys are talking about is fucking absurd like go work in the kitchen Goals look like I know nobody's gonna show you the books, but it is so fucking lopsided yeah. for what servers get versus everybody oh, else that yeah. works there. And most of the time, like maybe hostess hosts aside, they're doing the least work mm-hmm. and getting paid, you know, three, four times as much as somebody in the back who's sweating their ass off, working way harder than any server or bartender I've ever seen.
0: Mm -hmm. And then,
1: you know, they have the balls to fucking still complain about shit and try to get off early. I'm like, what? Fuck it. You made $100 tonight. Fucking Jose's going to make that. uh, You know, it takes him three Three days days to work that. And he's been here four hours longer than you have. You know, it's, it is, it, oh, it's so aggravating. For
2: me, for me, that was the thing. Like, all right. So like, I do have a Hispanic background. And I'm not trying to be ra- racist in any way right now, but like typically when I go to my kitchen, they're Hispanic, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have always gotten along with my back of the house simply for that reason. And I've actually had like two. Uh, they happen to both be named Maria, my my ob- <laughs> abuelitas, you know. Like they were both, but they would, but they they like they cried like when when I left, you know, because I would always go to the back of the kitchen, and the back of the kitchen was like my crew, you know. Like that's who I knew. I didn't care about any other server, any busser, any host, whatever, I knew simply for everything I talked about earlier. Like, you know, everyone's kind of out for themselves. Front of the house people are, they're just out for themselves. They're for the servers, bartenders, and all that. They're just there to make their own money, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Back of the house, like, nobody even gives them a time of day. Like, they'll go back there and they'll, they'll bitch about, like, my food isn't ready in time. I'll go back there like, yo, do you need some hands to like deliver some food or do you yeah. need something? Like what's what's
0: yeah. going on? In every like- restaurant, there's always someone like you. There's always, there are good workers. Like I, I have them too at my place and you know, at, at Joe's when I was working there. There mm-hmm. are certain ones that go above and beyond and they're just not lazy selfish fucks. Uh, but then you're right. Like it is just that that age thing I think, you know, that that mentality. And it doesn't necessarily mean age, because there are yeah, yeah. there have been some older motherfuckers that come in there still with that same level of entitlement. Or um, even
2: younger people who don't have that entitlement.
0: Sure. No? Yeah. Like I'm
2: I'm tw- I'm twenty four I just turned twenty-four. And I've I, but I have learned through just the cultures that I've lived with. Like I'm saying, like what has made me a, the reason why I do enjoy serving is because everywhere else I go in life from out of serving. Like say we go to festivals or this and that, like I it's it's this it's this everything in in, in life is very similar to each other right in a way. Every relationships in general work the same way. Whether it's work, whether it's love, whether it's friendship, whether it's this and that, as long as you're genuine and you fucking understand that like we're all the same and we all deserve the same amount of attention and appreciation, everything can work so much simpler than what it does.
0: Sure. Yeah. That's absolutely right. And I I try to express that as much as I can to my friends whenever it comes to um, you know, people having differences of opinion than you. Like especially over social media, it's very easy for them to see somebody have a difference of opinion or even hear them say that and then just want to just, you know, not relate to that person. Like it's it's more of a chore. It's like, you know what? Why don't you just forget all of that? Here comes the
1: Del Taco Taco Bell stuff again.
0: (laughs) 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 you know why don't you just ignore all that and say fuck they'll talk no I'm just kidding (laughs) but why don't you just ignore all that and try to relate to them no matter how different or whatever you know uh, frustrations you have with whatever belief that they have that you don't or that's different than yours if you go and try to relate to them because we've said this many times before we have so much more in common with people than we have different uh, than we have differences you know as far
2: as relationships go it's funny that you brought that up I went out for drinks the other night, and I walked out into... These guys, for one, they're at a taco truck. These two two friends, right? I didn't even know them. But I heard a conversation of just like, fuck Del Taco. (laughs) And I was like, wait, 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 wait. I love Del Taco. They got french fries, but like, or Taco Bell. And I was like... Uh, okay, uh, do you guys debate this or something? Am I, no, okay. oh, I going to... And then say, I took my shirt off. I will I say, say Del Taco go. right now simply mm-hmm. because I can get tacos and french fries. But Taco Bell is bringing in french fries. I know. So, you know, tables may this. change.
0: Yep, bro. I'm telling but, you. That's one... That's one uh, there's only one more nail left in the coffin for that. And they just need to come up with some funky cheeseburger. But as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned innovation, I mean, we've got a lot Because, of-
1: fuck it, nothing else here is real. We might as well start making cheeseburgers, right? <laughs> right. Well, did, you, did, you,
0: did you ever hear that, uh, what's his name? Um,
2: Chris Porter, his stand-up about... He's a, he's a, I don't know if you've ever seen Chris Porter stand-up, Ugly and Angry, or I think it's what his name is, Ugly and Angry, but he talks about uh, Taco Bell, and he's just like, I love Taco Bell. My girlfriend hates the fact that I love Taco Bell, and, and he doesn't understand why. He's just like, look, if I can go... if I'm, It's 2 a.m., and I'm drunk... I don't care. I want some fucking food. It's called the fourth meal for a reason. You know, like, <laughs> it's not food. And he talks about the study that they did. Is just like, Taco Bell came out with like a study, or uh, this college, I guess, did a study on Taco Bell and their meat. And they said like, your meat is only 60% meat. And he's like, well, Taco Bell, re- you know, rebuttal. And
1: That's like, my life motto.
2: Dude, That's like, like well, my Facebook no, bio ta- right there. Be- Taco Bell was just like, fuck you, it's 80 we're, we're a B minus bitch like we get that like come at us at 2am like we don't care like but they're honest you know and they they fucking they're just like like we get it we're not good food
0: yeah but yeah. we got food well, come I eat. just I think it's hilarious because I have yeah show up somewhere else
1: with 89 I, cents and yeah. get a fucking burrito as <laughs> well, I'm saying
0: I've definitely dropped the mic To answer your question, this is a thing, and it's been a huge thing that seems to be equally divided down the middle where uh, a lot of our friends are very much into Del Taco and always seem to argue in favor of Del Taco for the quality of their food. Like, as if it's so much fucking better than Taco Bell. And I'm like, what are you smoking? You think that that shit's real fucking meat too? The reason
2: why I love Del Taco is I had a friend, Emily Sheba, and she told me, she worked at Del Taco, she's like, if you have five bucks, I'll tell you exactly what to order. And you will come back with leftovers. <laughs> and I fell in love. I'll go to her every time when my buddy Danny lived down the street from where she worked at Del Taco. With I smoke. still thought this was going
1: a different direction. <laughs> no, so no, 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 sorry, I no, like, you got five bucks, Maybe
2: me behind hey, the it's Taco Bell. It's the food. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, Del Ta- I'm Del Taco over Taco Bell, man. <laughs> sorry. Well, you know, Emily. it's I'm just. Like I said, but like have we talked about, like, I, you know, balance both sides. Well, like, what
0: it is, is it's, it's this is another thing that I feel like this is why it's such a good uh, thing to relate to. <laughs> just. This is really a deeper exploration yeah, of the, the Dow. you know, this is yin and yang, Taco <laughs> because, Bell and Del Taco. Because this is it real does, shit. I noticed that it's, it is really about what you grew up with. Like, if you had a Del Taco close to your house that you frequented more, like, and you didn't really have a Taco Bell that's probably what's going to be the thing that you favored. Like, I grew up with Taco Bell. I didn't really go to Del Taco until I was in high school. Well, that's school socialism 101 right there. Like- right. But, I mean, that's the one thing that we're overlooking here. Oh, but it's still so easy to be divided just simply based on that. Like, we're here arguing, you know, the how great their shit is. And it's like, come on, really? They're, they're, both, both, shit. they're yeah. both shit. They're both shit. Exactly. Just, I had
2: Del Taco at yeah. the time,
0: so I'm yeah. just, I'm with it. Exactly. And so, you have your story. You know, I've got my story. And it's all subjective. Are you saying you're, del- but, yeah. you, you're talking I'm Taco Bell? i Taco Bell. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, Pakistan, i'm glad we're on you know? the other
2: side of the table right now yeah,
0: my ex- exactly you know and it's funny i got added to a facebook page this chick that i i know her name is annie she like messaged me last week and she's like hey i have something kind of weird to ask you but would you want to join this uh foodie group on facebook that we have and it's like this like you know uh this group where they just get on and debate about like junk food all the time and they just like bash on each other and i was like I sh- she said, I showed your uh, post to all of the people in the group, and they thought it was hilarious, so I want to add you to the group. I'm like, sure, what why not? Post was this? Little about, did like, I know. Wait, wait, I go, what,
2: what, what post was this? What, this man what? has written more <laughs> I, I,
1: I, Is this like Taco a, a, uh, a of like, some post. fucking yeah. Taco Bell shit? He's <laughs> the <back>. Kerouac <laughs> of Taco Bell reviews. <laughs> yeah.
0: so, so I go on there, and I see that I've been set up, because apparently, like, she's... <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. It was a trap. Yeah, because... Like, I'm already reading the thread that she had posted, and, you know, it's all these people like, what? Taco Bell, Or Del Taco's way better. Bring him on here. I'll roast him. All these people talking about how they're going to roast me, this and that. And so I got all, like, into my, my Doc Holiday mode, and I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're a daisy if you do. Come at me. And none of them could really bring up an argument. All they were just saying was, like, oh, Del Taco's way better. I'm going to school him. And I was like, come oh. on. Del Taco doesn't roast, any, roast uh, anything. I was like, if you could present a valid like, argument to me, I will gladly go toe-to-toe with you. I'll wait, and then none of them did. They just like sat there, and they were just like, "Oh, I'll go, I'll fight with you to the end." I'm like, "This was actually like a serious, way. like, yes, taco, this was a doc, very serious thing." And taco I was Bell, pulling Bell a Jerry and going and re- like refreshing to make sure that anybody commented and shit, just to see if I can like rebuttal them right there. I even like stopped working for a few hours just so I can like be most attentive <laughs> to that because it was very important. So I'm glad we're talking
2: about this now because I was like, when we we're like in the midst of all this, I'm like. What we're talking about right now is kinda just it's fun and like to like conversate about del Taco versus Taco Bell. Apparently though, like you just discovered to me, people are like someone's gonna appreciate this conversation right now. Oh, a lot and, of people and be like, <laughs> "Holy shit!" Like, where I, I get this guy or I get this guy." And,
1: and upsetting got, amount yeah. of people yeah. are going to saying, appreciate this shit. little chunk of the most. Yeah, like those, I swear to God, if yeah. I cut this out, this is the one that's going viral. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you have those damn centrists that are just like, "Why should we have to choose between both of them?" We, well, isn't it? Like Shut
1: them. up, you fucking jack in the box hippie! <laughs> no, no, those guys are privileged
0: with In-N-Out. Let's be real
2: here. Yeah. They're privileged with In-N-Out, and they're like, you know what? Fuck five guys, and they change it to a whole different topic.
0: Yeah. No. Well, it's funny because Aaron, your roommate, actually tried to put Del Taco on the same level as In-N-Out. Gross. In the things. And I said, Aaron. See, You're here we go. Like I said, here we go. Now roommate. we're going to the Internet. I'm
1: sorry, Aaron. You're not allowed to judge Mexican <laughs> food. <laughs> what?
0: <Well, laughs> the fake Mexican you food.
1: You know why. But I anyway. say it all the time. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Anyways,
2: by the way, guys, we just ate some shrimp tacos from a real Mexican mix- spot. Yeah, shout out to Holy Moly, who actually has yeah, good yeah, fucking Mexican food for, for the
1: same, if not no, actually not cheaper, but it's the same fucking. Quality. Like, yeah, Tuesday, exactly. Spend the extra fifty cents tasty. and like yeah, don't yeah. spend it on your fucking uh, uh, stomach tuck when you're forty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, shout out to Holy Moly. Shout <laughs> out to Holy Moly. And so
0: you were you were saying you were working at one job tonight at the restaurant and, fuck uh, you know, really,
1: what you got? <laughs> Sorry, Go ahead. No, that was terrible. Oh my god, I'm going
2: what? <laughs> what I got? What? I got? All right, so what I got at my restaurant is beer and barbecue. Uh, and I meant I meant it.
1: outside the restaurant. I was going oh, back outside, to that original okay, so question. Outside, outside
2: like, okay. We, we, I get it. We we've been talking about some nonsense, but it got a solid twenty four minutes though. on
1: del taco and restaurants. I think it's so time this to change. The Friday. Topic what out. are you doing right? <laughs> So <laughs> this
2: Friday, this Friday, we got triforce gathering. Um, so if we're going to get talking about Kaleidoscope now, Kaleidoscope, me, my buddy Detmer and uh, Eddie, it all started back in 2013 and it was one EDC. I basically, I sat down, I was sitting in my buddy's bedroom, like he had a bunk bed. I sat down and, um, I had, I was working, I've been working since fucking high school. So I had extra money and I had Ryan. I'm like, yo, like I, Detmer, I hit up Detmer and I was like, yo, I have extra money. I want to go to EDC. Can I go with you? He's like, yeah, uh, just can you drive? I was like, yeah, for sure. So I tell my buddies, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go to Detmer, we're gonna go to EDC, and they're like, yo, uh, for one, uh, just be careful, like these guys like to party. I'm like, cool, so do I. Let's go. Yeah. So we go and um, we we fucking we rage race all weekend, and on the last day, uh, we get an extra day off Monday after the weekend, and I sat down Eddie, um, for about six hours, and I showed him how to DJ for straight six hours while well, Detmer and two other people went off to the strip and just partied. Right. They came back. Me and Eddie were just been mixing. Detmer came in. He wanted to mix because Detmer's been producing for a while. He started mixing with us. And then we come back to, you know, from EDC. And we're like, yo, let's create something from this. And it was like, kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. So since then, like we've just been kind of like, and and we have faced, I'm like, I've out of everybody have faced the most issues with them. I will say right now, like, uh, like, like, I hope, you know, like, by me saying this, like, they're not going to take, because they know, they understand the story, but not too many people know the story, but they brought in somebody who I really did not like. Mm. I will say that. Like, I did not like him, and I told them, like, I I sat them down in Eddie's backyard, and I'm like, yo, it's either me or this individual. Like, I'm not going to say his name, but it's either me or this individual. And they chose him because he did have a higher music background. You know, like they they'd like, oh, this guy's gonna bring kind of like some prosperity to us, you know, and kinda of get shit going for us. Right. But where hit where that guy's mindset was at versus mine, I knew the reason I knew I was with Eddie and Detmer. Like what I yeah. was thinking what I was thinking was with them. They were just too they're the, at the time that they were focused on they were just caught up in it. Yeah, they're just kinda yeah. cut up in it, just trying to bring it in shit. And sure. I left him I left him I left him for about a year uh-huh and i said look i'll go like i was, I just went solo i'm like i'll go and i'll play every show you do and i did shows with them but right. like i can't take can i can't take pride of being in uh, being a creator of kaleidoscope
0: uh
2: and and they're like dude we get that just we booked we did shows and then that guy ended up showing exactly what i said
0: right and he's no longer around.
2: Nope. Not yeah. he's gone. He's gone. And now 2017, I can guarantee like I said, this meant 2013. Since then, like we've been working together, we've been growing. Two thousand seventeen was probably the best year I've ever had with Clydescope. Yeah. Like it's been it's been so much fucking fun and everybody like Eddie Eddie is now he's having a kid. Yeah. Which is which is fucking dope. hmm I, I love you know, Eddie's got that and then me and Denver just kind of just started doing our own shit and we've just been kicking ass and You know, we gave out, so like, so we're talking sorry for grinding, but we're talking about Triforce on, on this Friday and it's going to be with Fuzzy Puddles. Fuzzy Puddles, RGL, all of the crew of the bass music that I've ever met, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, you guys all know them. Mm -hmm. Um, All the bass music guys that I've ever met through all the shit they had, we all, we're all going to work together and we're all going to fucking throw a big party together. We have vendors, we have K-Tribe, Kaleidoscope's going to do the house music on one stage basically on the other stage and it's gonna be in my opinion the best way to start off 2018
0: yeah no most definitely I, I absolutely agree that it's gonna be big this time I know that you know I'm back on the lineup for the artist, and I think that there's a lot more there's quite a few more artists going this time around and uh, you, being that you guys have the other room last time was really fun and it was a great way I that was when I met uh, that was when I met uh, um rice at yeah, rise yeah that's when i met a few really good artists and that's when i met the happy joy who was our, our yeah last yeah guest. patrick patrick i met him there and just hit it off and you know just big things are for sure happening right now in the way of everybody kind of merging it's it really is when people try to say that you know it's there's no such thing as as fate and i'm not even going to get into that but it's it is some sort of energy that really is just bringing everything together right now where i've seen all of these people individually all these groups doing all of these things and all these ideas that they've been coming up with are now just kind of falling into place it's almost seamless well like you said you you stood away
2: from fate but like it can't be fate if you're like pushing for something like you're creating your own destiny at that you're well on,
0: you're on you're on this is where we can get into that conversation oh, okay. that we we're having that oh, okay. night where just because you have free will that doesn't necessarily mean that something wasn't meant to happen
2: okay so uh, if if, <laughs> if if say that we didn't push for anything and say that like i just sat back and was lazy would <laughs> we're would, just jumping right into that whatever yeah would would everything come to me well no that's not the case so i i yeah. had to
0: have free will to incur and of course to,
2: And to perspire. Well, what I'm saying is that they're not
0: mutually exclusive.
2: No, they work together very well.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you have to definitely put in the effort. I'm not saying that nobody's doing anything, I'm just saying that it's definitely coming together like. Well, the point is we're on some Oprah shit, you yeah, know? It's You're manifesting it. Yeah, that energy that you put out
1: into the world has a gravity that it's, is attracting people to it and we're just fucking snowballing We're here, reaping you the, know? the
0: benefits, you know? Yeah. The rewards for all of the, the imagining and the hard work and this and that, like, it's all coming together at once because I'm seeing it. Like, I just happened to really meet, like, I, I finally kind of went full circle and, uh, you know, obviously been hanging out with K Tribe for a long time, obviously... Have the rgl friends is, is is you know close to your family and then you know uh the fuzzy puddles uh talking to other people from there about you know getting art stuff uh going and just seeing how it's everybody's doing their own thing whereas before i feel like you know it was kind of one of those things that was very premature like we were talking about too many cooks in the kitchen everybody's trying to. Involved on one thing and have too much of a say, where now it's like there's a bunch of different people doing a bunch of different things. It is coming to together. Each fucking right. You know, coming presence. together to utilize all of our individual uh, groups' resources and skills to make something much bigger than any one of us. And, you know, it's
1: a, it's a flow that works a lot better than, you know, us trying to pigeonhole everybody like in one particular group into doing everything yeah. into
0: having different groups kind you of see, have their okay. own thing. So it's very supportive, not like back in the day, like when the get down days well, where they're that, like super. <laughs> that, that, was, that was one
2: of the like when I was talking about earlier about this guy that I, I conflicted with. That was the thing that made him discreet upon. The biggest thing he's like mixing genres and mixing crowds is going to fail. And I told him, no, it's not. I said, nah, let's start mixing with different crowds i
0: see he was too he, he, he was, was just, good at he, he was good at knowing what's already been done and trying wanted, to follow that to path make, rather he, than being he had integrated. a
2: certain image of like purity in his head and i'm like look like what what like this what we're, what we're doing now as far as this friday is going is the fact that we can work with different people bring different crowds and then on top of just bringing in different people to appreciate now they're going to also like oh wait, I've never heard this before. This is actually really fucking cool. Or I've never seen this before. This is actually really cool. Now I can start finding my true niche. Instead of just being kind of like thrown into something and finding, your, just making like a, a, creating a relationship amongst yourself with something new. Yeah. You know, instead of just kind of just like, look, this is, this is one thing. I got to find a way to connect. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're doing is we're just throwing everything at you. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw everything at you and you're going to be like, yo, like, actually this is what I came for, but this is what I really like. Right. You know? Yeah. And and it's like, so like mixed genres and mixed cultures, like if you give people the chance to discover it, it's not going to be bad in my opinion. I, I I have, I don't know if it's an issue or a blessing, but I give people opportunities to, sometimes like I do get brokenhearted, you know? Like I, I'm so open with everybody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I it, it fails me at times, you know? Like I I give people these chances and then they prove me wrong. But on top of what's more, I, the, what I love more than that is when they do find it and they're like,
0: "Yeah, yeah like, thank way you. more rewarding." Yeah, it thank makes you. Up that for was fucking that. dope. You know, well, it goes down to one thing that I've kind of learned for myself that has just made life a lot easier, and I think a lot of people can agree. Is you know, just get rid of any expectations. You know, don't exactly. do things with expectations to, to you know. Expecting some sort of reciprocation, you know, do it because you love it, do it because you want, like, give because you want to, and if you get something in return, I, you know, if you give without wanting anything, you will most likely get something in return, and always, you know, even just gratitude. Whether I, it's
2: better, whether, it, whether it's positive or negative, you yeah. still receive something. You Absolutely, know? you still gain some knowledge right. in your head,
0: and you're also by doing things selflessly and altruistically, you will, you know, and I'm not saying this to to have that be your goal, but. You will gain that notoriety from people. You know, you will have the respect of people. They'll say, you know what? He's a good person. And he doesn't give a shit. He's doing it because he's a good person.
1: If you go to a table and you have this great conversation with them and you you hang out with them all night and stuff like that and they're not annoying, you're genuinely clicking with this person that you just met and they just leave you like a standard, like, you know, 15%. Are you really that mad? No. Like... You still put the energy out there. Yeah. You still learn something from it. You still had a good time. Yeah. And if you kind of go with that mentality without this sense of entitlement, yeah. that's going to serve you well in any walk of mm-hmm. life. you yeah, know? The
0: one. Thing I don't know
1: why I do half the shit I do. I just fucking yeah. do it. You know, and things tend to work out.
2: Yeah. They tend to, but like, but that's see, that's the ultimate because I can say, honestly, like, the other night, Detmer actually like it was first it was the first time I ever really ever heard him like come down to me and like kind of like second guess like you know it's like start like he vented to me detmer never i i vent detmer is my shaman you know like <laughs> that's the guy i go to and i talk to just dude. pure optimism yeah, dude. yeah. Like, just, like, dude, no, I, and wreck. i've had times where i'm like dude like how are you so cool with a lot of situations it's like i don't know man i just fucking live my life and i just have fun like this and that i'm like yeah dude like fucking like i aspire to be him and then he came to me the other night and he was like yo like like this is like uh, this is this is getting tough, you know. <laughs> uh, it's just starting to get yeah. tough, and I'm just like, dude. But look, you're not alone. You're not alone. I told him like, look, you're not alone. I, this is what I talk to you about time and time again. And you tell me get out of my head all the time. All you say to me like the key words you always says get out of your head. Like you know what you're doing is gonna be good. You're fucking you're you're fighting you're fighting and you stamp you're a man for sticking with what you do. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna come across some tough battles in your life, but you're gonna fight them out. You gonna do it, and then you know that's all you can do, and you're gonna go. And if it, and if it happens, it happens. If not, it doesn't. But you do what you do, you know. Yeah. And 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 regardless, like you, and he tells me all the time, like you're you're a good individual. So I told him the same shit. Yeah. Like it's it's so tough to stand by something. Like this is what threw, blew me out of the waters with him. And he tells me on this, and I never understood the like. I always had the idea in my head that like we preach, but to practice what you preach is very difficult, and I get that. But to see him do it, like it showed, like to practice what you preach is very fucking difficult. Well,
0: every single wizard needs to heed his own advice from time to time Dude, and learn no how fucking, to, you know, tough. sit back and realize that we're human beings, you mm-hmm. know. And that's, I, I truly believe that. That's why, you know, like I don't believe that there's any one person out there that has ascended to this, you know, higher level that they are that they are incapable of falling. And letting their ego take over or, you know, or allowing them to come over hard times. Every single person has some sort of breaking point, you know, or it just life, you know, different times, different circumstances. You can't expect somebody to be 100% all the time. And it is in those times where that person really needs to just have the people around him to kind of reteach him the lessons that they taught that person. He or her, you know,
1: whatever. I guarantee your favorite thing, whatever it is, fucking movie, TV show, fucking production, company, party, anything like that, there's never been one that has been done where the person who was putting it on did not have a moment of self-doubt there. You know, all of my favorite
0: things. Or even a, like, a couple dull episodes like where you're just like, oh, where is this going? <laughs> yeah, you know, no, it I gets know. back f- on track.
1: And, and no, the whole point is like you know uh, episodes Breaking Bad Vince Gilligan yeah. like there was a bunch of times where I'm sure he was like oh fuck I don't know if, I'm not like sure how about used that, that example one because I fucking... was thinking
0: that's damn near the close, the most perfect show that there was the on. fly episode <laughs> oh yeah but I'm I just yeah, thinking like, like that's like probably like the best example of like a damn near perfect show like from start to start yeah to end. but self so doubt
1: is, is is part of the human experience you yeah. know uh-huh. and I mean it. it it's never gonna go away, but it helps to know that nobody is immune from it. You know, all my favorite shit. I we're fucking, all fucking
2: We're all fucking human, and it's just like for him. And this is the thing. It's just like I like me and him. meaning like me and in my in my opinion, like Eddie. Uh, Eddie has been. He has. He's a kid, and we're doing this. For me, it's this is gonna be so much bigger if me and Dammer get this going because. If Eddie has his kid in his head, because this kid, for one, his kid is gonna grow up to be the coolest fucking kid. Yeah. I, I already, I'm already fucking. I'm already expecting the yeah, coolest well, he's got, kid. He's gonna.
0: Ha- he's got different responsibilities now. Yeah, and and know? he's
2: gonna bring he's gonna bring these people in to teach. He's gonna grow. This his child's gonna grow with us and, and get the full aspect of everything we're finding. So so if say like if say that like Kaleidoscope and us providing festivals and all this doesn't work out, his kid is gonna go and grow and learn to become. An individual that we want her to grow to be because it's gonna be a girl. Okay, and that's gonna be even more cool to watch than a festival, in my opinion. Well, sure, and that's you the know? way
0: you should always go about it. You know, you should go like, don't not to take your eyes off the prize if you have a goal or you have a dream or well, something. No, the the, the eyes are the eyes right. are on the prize, but, but the they're gonna is, be fucking. But the idea of keeping something organic is not to like look for an end game with it. You gotta just you know like what you're saying is just hey, make sure that that we're Having fun, that we're loving what we're doing, and that we're trying to keep our relationships pure,
2: and that's and that's the thing that he was second guessing because I faced it with my with my family time and time again, and it's just like look, they're just telling me like you're you're not, bec- you're what are you trying to be successful for? <clears throat> they don't understand like what my success is is just everything. It's what I, I'm successful right now. Like everything I've learned and grown to be is I'm gonna I kick ass as a person. Right, and and I've learned that through everything that we've been doing and trying to provide and just connect people together and doing this and that, like we may not get the ultimate prize to get a vessel, but I sure we will. You know, what are, I'm, I'm.
0: What's the ultimate prize?
2: To create a fucking gathering, a oh, huge hey. gathering. You know, a gathering. The same like Triforce is just going to be, like I said, it's a great way to start off two thousand eighteen. Just a small collective of just like these different people, bringing in different, uh, you know energies together to just go and just explore and just have like their own fun like a playground, you know Just like look learn have fun grow and then come back again Like yeah. come hang out this kid and it just you know just like
0: so what about when you get to the point where you already throw a huge festival where's where I actually are, I actually I actually I
2: actually I actually had like a little trip over at Ryan's backyard and um, I was I was you know hanging out I was partying and shit and I was sitting in the back and I thought about, like, imagine, like, if I did get, say, like, we did throw, like, a festival. Mm-hmm. And De- and, I, and I put myself in a place to where, like, is DJing, right? And he's throwing a set. And I wanted to be, not be on the stage, I wanted to be in the back of the um, crowd, have a pack of beer, and have a blunt in my hand. <laughs> and a guy comes up to me, like, I just, I just, having this weird fucking vision, but this guy comes up to me. And he's just, like, losing his mind. You know, these, these you come across these people that are just too high, you know, too out of control, and they just don't know what to do. And he comes up to me, and I look at him, and I stop him, and I'm like, what do you want? I'm like, are you cool? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I just hand him a blunt. He smokes it. And I could just see the calmness out of him, you know? He gives it back to me, and he just continues. It's one thing to provide a party. It's another thing to make sure that the party has the energy. It represents right. exactly what you want well yeah so it, that would be that would be my, like it's not gonna stop like sure. the, the moment the moment i get let's say like we start the festival i'm gonna still continue from there to make sure that okay now within the festival it goes exactly the way i'm trying to portray right. it i'm gonna do that and then it's gonna be another step you know it's gonna be continuous i'm never gonna stop we're never gonna stop growing and developing what we're gonna try and develop not.
1: But we're going to keep doing it, yeah. though, you know? Well, it sounds like to me that what you're trying to do and what you and Denver and all UK tribe folks are trying to do is throw an event that means as much to people, to strangers, to, to have that impact on the world as this kind of culture and community has had to you, you know? And that sounds like, you know, almost an avatar of, you know, being able to see that help being played out, like, in person, for real, like, what's the tangible result from all of this shit? The
2: thing about it is, like, okay, so, I started going to raves at 14. My mom used to drive me to raves. And I came into the rave scene with, like, an image in my head. Everybody's cool, everybody looks out for you, this and that. But I go to the rave scene, and I realize, like, oh, wait, some people are trying to, like, fuck you up. Like, oh, shit, like, not everybody is that cool, you know? Like, yeah, some people, like, are kind of sketchy. So then I get introduced to the festival scene. And then I get too high one time and then i realized like oh shit the people i'm um, like these people are putting me on a bad trip i wish i was with my friends right now that's when i discovered the festival seems the same way no matter what we think a thing is no matter how like pure we think something could be chances you know there may be a chance that it's not what we anticipate well, yeah. to be
0: you can't expect anything to be perfect. exactly
2: but my friends yeah. but my friends but my friends have have been nothing but pure to me yeah and so as long as like you know my friends are there i will always be safe but everybody else i can't anticipate that way it is
0: most certainly one thing to be said that uh you know amongst this scene if you will call it that i don't really want to call it a scene but uh, the culture the culture that we you know enjoy could be and it has its parts that are very sketchy but we are fortunate enough because of our pure Uh, friendships and our true organic relationships with each other to avoid that you know there is something to be said because people that don't understand this culture often look in on it and see what i'm doing and assume some gnarly things about stuff and because of their experiences or even you know rightfully so the i might have thought that way too because of uh experiences i had in the past associated with certain drugs and and you know certain scenes and stuff where there have been lots of shitty things that have happened uh but it's it's kind of like this amazing phenomenon that you can still be around this thing where you're it's 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 so expected for all of this shady seedy stuff to happen but it doesn't and when people come around anytime i bring somebody around they're just like whoa they're blown away at how you know how awesome it is and they always thank me like whoa i've never met people that are just so open and well, wanting to Well, see, that's to talk that that
2: you. was the thing that we talked about, like with you and your sister and Maddie and her brother. Mm-hmm. It's just like why, why, why can't we? Because I, for me, like I want to bring my sister into this festival, into the scene or the culture, as you would, would love to put it. Um, but it's like, it's it's that's the ultimatum. Is that like it, it? It does take a lot of like adulting or like responsibility to understand. Like you can't take this shit for granted. You know, like the the deeper you get into it, the more you have to be a, a strong individual and a, and a and a healthy individual, in my opinion.
1: But, well, yeah, you should you should be when going into anything, because I mean, there's nothing that is like really free from you know the corruption of the absolute worst people, kind of getting in and bringing the entire thing down. And to me, what you know, the, the, the festival culture that we're talking about, one of the most freeing and exciting things about it was the trust, you know, it was like the, the the thing that really blew me away and, and, and realized, wow, this is something special was, was the, this inherent feeling that like I could actually trust, every stranger here see, that's, that's, which is fucking you know it's it's a crazy it's a crazy idea yeah, but is, I felt safe yeah. like I felt really truly like safe and that's what I'm but saying like, about the, Eddie with, kid, with, this,
2: with Eddie's kid like he's gonna grow up then because at Boogaloo, Boogaloo that was the biggest thing that I, I was a fan of at Boogaloo was that I was, I was, I was seeing these families bring around these little kids and those little wagons, some sick ass wagons with like umbrellas and LEDs yeah, I love and that shit. shit. And it's amazing, but like, yeah, but you, but these are people that are growing these kids into like the culture to, to you know, they're starting off at a young age and they're gonna go and they're gonna, they're gonna learn, real, they're gonna learn growing up what is the right way and the wrong way to go. Versus people that are that are our age now going thrown into something like this. They're gonna go and see their own opportunities as an as an adult and individual and see like okay the whole term ground score. Ground scoring for me, I'm completely against. I am completely against ground scoring. If if it's not yours, don't take it. You know.
1: I
0: don't know but what you're talking about. I, He's talking so, about finding something on the floor and then picking it up. Oh, I found it. It's mine. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that term before. Yeah, okay. So
2: okay, but like I've I, but I've seen it like and I've seen people come to me like at festivals and like at One Love when we gave when we gave a. Uh, Uh, When fucking um, uh, RGL and Kim did the whole after-hour stage, you know, at One Love, and they and Dameri had the speakers, and they gave them. Like, I hung out there all weekend, great time. And I see somebody I knew, and like he said, "What's up to me?" And then he's just like, "Okay, I'm on my way." Like he gave me a a hello. He's like, "Okay, I gotta go and ground score now." I was like, "That's not fun," you know. Like, why don't you just hang out with me? You know, like we're here at a stage. He's like, "But he was like." too Preoccupied with just going to go and like, so he That's just that was spark, his intention yeah. to go basically. Wow, and I know him, and you know him. I'm not, gonna throw, I'm not throwing out any names on this no, thing. No, but... no,
0: you're right, because I definitely it's it. We've gotten in this conversation before, like for sure, uh, with Mackenzie and Ryan. Like, we were at at the same place where Boogaloo was, but for Dirty Bird, the two years ago, mm-hmm. um, some I just, love going that around just you know, talking, bragging about how he found this one jacket on the floor, and it's like. You know, there's definitely a difference between finding, like, a cheap pair of sunglasses that you're probably not going to find the owner to and, like, a really nice expensive coat that you could just easily take to the lost and found and, you know, make somebody's day because there's a chance that, that I there did that is at a B- lost and found. I did that found. at Bigeloo, dude. Yeah. I came
2: up on a jacket and I, I spent my last fucking Sunday and Monday morning well, trying the, to find the owner of it. Yeah,
0: and I think that the people that, like, do that sort of thing... It goes. It's it's much deeper. It goes into the type of people that like justify just going and planning to steal from any major corporation. Like I get what they're trying to say, but no. Like what? No, we're not trying to teach you. You shouldn't be teaching anybody to just go and steal. All of these things like that you know because then that just takes away from like earning something for yourself you know then that that's where that sense of entitlement comes
1: well that's where the onus I think falls on us you know if yeah. you see somebody if you know somebody like that, if this is a friend of yours who otherwise is great but they they say some shit like that you know this shit goes on for so long because it, guys like us don't fucking say anything when yeah. that happens, no, and see, it's I on said, us now yeah. to fucking to do that, you I know. And we're know seeing this as a, like a cultural shift worldwide, like you know, said, This, when I, when I this Me one. Too thing, like you know the 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 even or enough is enough, whatever the other one is, like <laughs> the whole the whole you know sexual predation in, in Hollywood, and you know what, across the fucking globe in every industry. It is up to you know people like us to fucking call this shit out and be like, yo, if you're going to be this shitty person, you got to own it. You can't pretend to be okay, and the world's going to know if you are. And it's going to fucking phase this out over a long time. It's not going to happen in our generation, but goddamn it we got to start doing the hard work now. And it's having those awkward conversations. If a friend of mine comes up and says, yo, I'm going to go around and like steal some shit, I'm like... No, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I would. you I dick.
0: honestly wouldn't be friends with that person. Yeah, right?
2: I'm, I'm, t- I'm not. I'm not talking to him anymore. But like, this was a guy that I've gone to festivals with. When he heard when he first told me that, I was in shock. I was just like,
0: I think that yeah. those people just kind of need a, a better mentor, though, as a friend. And I think that this, kind guy, of this guy, this guy, this guy
2: was like almost like my mentor. Like oh.
0: this, this, this guy,
2: like I. Like he like like
1: yeah. oh it's gonna be hard. <laughs> I'm like, not
0: saying like it's he, gonna be like easy. He, shit like that is hard. He, I thought. So is he talking about ground scoring drugs or is he talking about whatever? Like, like he was that, that was
2: that was his priority. Gotta go steal some shit. Yeah, like, I've time. like I told, told him that, like yo you, you have to. He came to stage. I saw him from a while. Yo come over here, and he comes there. I was like cool. Good to see you. I'm gonna go keep ground scoring. I'm like,
0: what uh, the fuck? Like mean, that was your. Like I said, but, look, no.
2: okay, but this, but this, 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 this is all my point is, this is all my point is. Right, right. Like my, my, the people that we're throwing the, us right here and the people that we're doing this, the Traverse together with, like, that's one thing that this, this is a one group of individuals that I love to work with, but I have met people time and time again at festivals that show me that everybody works the same way that we do. No. And I, that's what I'm saying. It's my appreciation it's my appreciation of our friends that show me the way that I work at festivals, you know, and then show me that this is is what I'm fighting for, and then how I said that I want to be, when say we get everything we wanted, I want to be within the crowd of the festival and make sure everything works that same way, and I can't do it, you know, like, but I will stand by it, I will stand by it, and I will be within the festival and, like, just help and make sure and guide as much as I can.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know? there's no there's room for those type of people to you know grow up and learn their lesson. I you know perfect, I, every you know? single one of us like I, I learned my lesson from a young age for, about stealing because I got scared shitless one time from stealing. We used huh. to go in and we used to steal stuff as kids because you know part of it is because it's a thrill and you want to see what you can get away with. That's simply what it is. But once it you get you know in trouble or scared, you would hope that you'd learn your lesson. And so I've always kind of from that time just not done that. And I've seen friends though go through that and they're not going to know it right away. They're going to argue with you when you initially tell them like, really, that's what you want to do. But then I think that if you just live by that example too, and if you have the opportunity to take something and you turn it down, eventually that will speak so much louder to them. And they will probably realize like, I don't really need this. And you know, in your particular circumstance, or the the case that you're talking about, I I do think that there's a difference because I, I have had friends where they say, oh, I'm going to go ground score and their type of ground scoring is I'm going to go see what drugs I can find. And that's, you know, some like, I mean, still, it's it's kind of lame. And it's like, really? You're going to go pick up random drugs that you didn't know who did, like, you know, who, whose they were or what they are mm-hmm. and do them? That's terrible. But there's see, a difference. That's, you know? that, no,
1: the whack thing to me about that is that they're at this place that they've spent money on there's all these people around there's this beautiful sound there's this entire production going on yeah you know all their friends are there and their focus is finding shit on the ground like (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you when you put it that
0: way there's uh you know it's something like
1: you do not have your life priorities right you know
0: and they might listen to this right whoever this person is that you're speaking about maybe who knows and I'm not trying to
1: put anybody on blast but like if they are listening to this I probably I I don't know who we're talking I have no idea who we're talking about because I don't don't recall anybody ever fucking if they they
2: didn't if if they didn't hear it, then they
1: should listen to it. You know. No, no, we'll, we'll, no take it from me then. Then not, I'm the one who's no, saying like, they, it. I'll be the fucking bad guy and tell them, "Hey, you're, you're an asshole." So fucking so hear it. this and maybe yeah. think well, about. We're not, yeah, we're not you trying know, to call you out, changing your ways.
0: Yeah, we're not trying to like say it to like embarrass the person, but maybe if you listen to this, just oh to I am. Yeah. I got nothing. You don't. So, like, what I'm saying is, maybe this will be more effective and hopefully making them realize that. It just kind of it's stupid it's tacky you know you don't you know there's there's other things to enjoy about life um and at festivals and uh i'm kind of in this the the mode where not to put myself above anybody else at all because i understand i would i wouldn't put other people down for this but i am realizing about myself that i'm steering away from the drug culture Mm -hmm. And trying to kind of be a purist at these things and really enjoy... The fullest extent of the human connection, in a sober sense, which in many ways is so much trippier than which, by the way, them. I'm drinking. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah no, no reason,
1: honestly, but... you should. And yeah, I, and... I do not like that. This the the cult the culture of drugs is so interconnected with this. No, I do agree that it's a tool, and but I'm not. not but, but you can't say it also. That but like... like to say it like it's a focus, I think that is part yeah. of what brings in you know shitty people.
0: Absolutely,
1: you know. Sober, I don't. I sober, don't ever fucking put the emphasis on that, and I don't need that
2: shit. A good individual is gonna be a good individual. Like, it's it's. It doesn't matter what like you can you can go through the worst things in your life, and I can't say that like you know people who have gone through a lot of th- things that I perceive as worse. What I've gone through, like I can't speak for them, but people who have had less than what I've like I've gone through more shit than other people, and they come out as worse individuals than I. Would say worse individuals. It doesn't matter what you've gone through. It doesn't matter. In my opinion, like you know, like the the ultimate test. Like the deeper you go into a hole, the the stronger you become.
0: Mm -hmm. In
2: my opinion, if you know, like I I got my my I have a really good friend um I worked with, and I called her a a goddess because she went through some gnarly shit, Mm -hmm. but she hated me for calling her a goddess. Because of the shit that she went through. But she kicks fucking ass. Right. You know, like she is one of my heroes. But she hates being called the goddess for this reason. But to me, it's just like, look, like you fucking, you, you kick ass. And a lot of shit that I couldn't even imagine going through. But you do it. And you and and you were so much better than a lot of people who I have met who don't get through that. If you go and you continue to be a good individual no matter what you've been through then that's it shows that that's it's just being
0: good yeah. is, is is something you should do. Well, and you know, it can go both ways maybe they just are being very humble and don't want to hear that but I think that some well, people I, I think it's
1: like a, a perceived like victimhood, you know. Yeah. They don't want to be seen as different. Like right. uh, you know, like the it's gotcha. such a backhanded compliment like, "Oh, that was you're really good for a girl." Like, it, and I know that's not that's not what you're saying. That's the example, the first example that comes yeah. to mind. As like you, like not you. I'm talking about like people. You know, people think that's a compliment, and then it's like, it, it, no, dude, it's not. Right. It's not a fucking compliment. Yeah,
0: no, and that's that's the thing. Like you know, people look to get offended at stuff when, or they do get offended when things are like that because it doesn't, but it doesn't sound good and it does kind of come off that way, but. You gotta try to also understand where the other person is coming from when they're saying it too. It's definitely a balance between the two. For me personally, I also have a problem accepting compliments because of knowing how strong my ego can get and not wanting to let that really get too far. So that's why, you know, it turns things down, or at least I, you know, I, I try to act as modest as I can about it. A lot of people are like, oh, don't don't do that. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Don't sell yourself short. And I said, no, 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 no. See, see, this is a trick I'm playing on myself. See, I have this reverse psychology that I play with myself because some people need to be brought up that way. Some people need to have people like, you know, praise them and give them that sort of, that, that sort of attention because they have low self-esteem for somebody who has higher self-esteem, but suffers from their own ego taking over. They probably might want to just, you know, not really do that, Take take that take down any compliments or take that sort of praise.
1: Side <laughs> note, I fucking love compliments. Keep them coming, Everybody mm. do not stop.
0: You receive them well. I receive them not so well. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I know don't you think I know that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, but like but that's the thing though, like, is that not everybody does take compliments well. Right. And that's what it, it beat me up when she told me that. Yeah, you know, like I, I first said it as like like I said it to her like with full good intentions. You're right. And then she said that, and I was like, oh, shit. I fucked up, you know? Like, yeah. oh. I didn't really mean that, but, like, what what? It's just it, what beats me up is just, like, these people who kick ass in the world and who fucking I look up to who don't give themselves credit. Right. And it's just, like, there are so many other people who do the exact opposite. Get that. Yeah. <laughs> who did the exact fucking opposite, and you still put yourself down compared to even these people who do far worse than you and it's shitty and th- and th- and that's what the whole that's exactly what we've been like the whole movement is about that well I'm... the imbalance
0: is certainly shitty but what if those people did go around patting themselves on the back the balance would still be that much more what do you mean quicker. what do you mean Why, like what? if the people that did do good still like i, I think that there's something beautiful about the fact that that they are modest about it and that they don't give themselves oh, yeah. that much credit. now you I'm fully
1: in favor of the people who don't. You know, yeah, people yeah, have so much definitely. so many problems with the ice bucket challenge. Guess what? No matter how many fucking egos got inflated, the point is that the coffers of the ALS research centers got fucking inflated too. Yeah, fucking right. do good things and then tell people <laughs> about them. Like, what's wrong with that? Like, I I hate this like idea that people are resenting. A lack of humility because it, it is it stopping somebody from doing something great because they only do it because they want people to think good to think shit about them. Well, yeah, be a good person because you want people to fucking say good things about you. Like, right? No, ain't well, that's wrong not with what that. I'm
0: talking about though. I'm talking about the people that choose not to say anything about it. Like it shouldn't really be anybody else's thing. No, you need to give yourself credit for this. And like if they just no, want to no, no, give no. something and not go and pat themselves on the back for it, then that to me is still something strong, you know, that's like, they're really just doing it because they want to do it. And it's not to take away from the people that, you know, go post it. I'm a social Instagram, uh, Instagram social network whore. Like I go and post shit all the time. And I am so unapologetic about it. Like, I don't really care. You know, my justification is, is not trying to make you feel like shit. But you know, I'm trying to make myself as well as a few other people who do appreciate it feel better. So you can go subject. I say you... as
1: I ironically shoot pictures for our Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that's, that's, we're talking just about all kinds of different characteristics of people in this yeah. world and it's never going to be perfect. And every single person that we have seen or perceived to do all of these things that we might load has the potential to later on, year Two years, ten years, shit maybe in a few days, completely have a life-changing experience that you know makes them act differently. I can certainly change I can certainly say that people do change because I've changed a lot and people do grow. you know a lot of times it's really easy for people to just fall under that notion that well people don't change. People just don't change at all. you know that's not true. Some people prove not to change. But it's not that they're incapable of changing. You should always give people the benefit of the doubt if they're trying to. You know, not necessarily, well, I take that back. Maybe not always if it's like such a short case. Like if, if like Billy just fucking stole your bike and $100 from you like three <laughs> days ago and he's coming at you and saying like, oh man, like I, can I borrow this? I don't, you know, I, I, I promise I'm going to be legit. You know, you have a reason to not trust him then and say, you know what? You got to prove to me a little bit that you're not going to be a fuckhead. But it's not to say that this person can't change, you know, No, no, no. because there's definitely going to always be those people that will try to milk it and take advantage of you. That's just life. That's just the transfer.
2: The world is not perfect. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like, never, no matter what we push for, like, there are going to be, you know, issues. The world's going to have its own issues. But as long as like we continue doing our own part, then we do our own fucking part. You know, exactly.
0: it's and that's what, you know, I think that the K-Tribe is doing with each other. You guys, you know, out of any big group of friends, you guys hang out with each other probably the most. You guys are like always hanging out with each other and there for each other. And you guys. Which also creates its own issues, though. Well, you know, like... and sure, you know, and like what, what, what Detmer, you know, I, what Detmer was talking to you about. And it's funny because just not even a whole year ago, I was talking to him about this, you know, for, and from where I'm coming from. And he was on oh, you know, very much into the positive thing too, and and that's great because we've all been there and we all need that. And but he's coming to a point where he's realizing too that you know, okay, I've got the message in this about this. Now it's time to hang up that phone, and then, you know, pick up this phone over here, and then start to you know, or start to do some work, you know, and start to to get some stuff done. Like like transformation for sure. Like yeah, and we're transition. all going through that at different times. You know, a, a great quote that I love uh, from Dell. The funky Homo hobosab- Deltron 3030 uh, is uh, the funky Homo sapiens. The funky Homo sapien. He says, simple-minded people always try to point the finger as if life is their path, their role. When really, all paths are just intersections, and it all depends on each person's perception. So we're all going through these intersections at different times. That's what really made me realize life is not a linear path. You know, mm-hmm. it's not even just cyclical. It's all of these fucking different avenues, these like tubes going around all these different ways and shit that we're just like shooting through and you know we get to where we go and then we keep moving and we just gotta you know make the best of it live and learn man yeah so So we're winding on down here what would you like to you know any words of wisdom that you want to give to the people out there anything you want to talk about in well
2: triforce uh you guys are either going to be there or not the triforce gathering that is is sure i'm sure it's day after we post it's going to happen after uh, this is...
1: Uh, and where's that at?
2: It's at Union. Oh, by the way, is this going to be uh, posted before? This is coming Shack up or? this, oh, is coming this Thursday. Thursday. So yeah. Thursday? Yes, oh, shit. So tomorrow, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come hang out with us. We're going to go. And you can, if you have any questions, come talk to me. I have an afro. I look like Seth Rogen. Um, we're all <laughs> Where friends. can they reach you on social media to ask? Uh, fucking Mr. Kairos. Mr. Kyros, actually, I changed it because I used to be Mr. Kairos. I'm Mr. Kyrus on social, uh, on uh, Instagram, Ryan Kyrus on Facebook, SoundCloud. It's VIP. It will come out very soon. I gotta. I'm, have, I'm working on an EP right now.
1: Oh, right on, man. And
2: then, um, but do you have a name people
1: in the future can look up?
2: Yeah, it's just come out, just come out to the Triforce, and we'll we'll all hang out, and you'll see exactly everything that we talked about tonight. Sure. you'll you'll feel you'll feel exactly the energy and the vibes out. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. Nice. Fucking Friday's going to be a very good time. And then, um, after that, we're going to go to... We're just going to be... We're renegading hard. We have a very big... Okay, so like we didn't really talk about this, but Doggo has a short bus.
1: When did sh- Doggo get a short bus?
2: Doggo has a short bus. <laughs> also,
1: one of my favorite sentences ever, out of context, for nobody who knows. <laughs> just, doggo. doggo has a short bus. Like, I'm so tempted to make that. <laughs> like... <laughs> And the it's episode gonna be I
2: guarantee um it's gonna be at every festival you guys see at. So that's that's our biggest fiction okay. after after Who's in that? I feel like that's kind it's of like a It's gonna be painted all white. So episode. it's gonna be painted all white. All white. It's gonna be painted all white. We're gonna do right. it.
0: It's gonna be Falcor space- or what? What? Is it gonna be Falcor or what? I don't fucking know. That's the big white dog from the never ending story? Uh, I don't even know. That
1: sounds like some Nate dog shit. I like that. I feel nah, like it's dog is coming out It's kind Madigan
2: street. So we have the short bus. It's gonna be all white. And then inside, Dago bought out every fucking mannequin at Kohl's.
1: Wait, <laughs> what? Yes. Wait, he bought I'm out, sorry. He bought Back out, up. He went out to this what?
2: fucking incel, in, end of the fucking Kohl's lifetime at this place, and bought every mannequin. And you're gonna, mm. we're going to we're gonna be fucking pulling that shit out, dress it up, and every renegade we go to. Can I borrow
0: one? Just, you're coming
2: with it, your own crowd it, just to
1: it. like seat it like uh-huh. a fucking tip no, job? No, no, we, we're
2: going to have clothes. I we're going to paint. We're going to have paint. We're going to have clothes. You dress it up, you paint it out the bus, it's and then we're gonna be playing playing music and Doggo's actually gonna be cooking.
1: So we're having human-sized Barbies. Fucking a white short bus that yep. pulls up and delivers all this so shit. So you can either
2: paint the bus or you can dress up a mannequin. <laughs>
1: Doggo's cooking.
2: Yep, and I and me, going to be playing music.
1: This is this sounds lit as fuck, dude. Uh, I'm down.
2: Shit. Fuck so, yeah. So we're gonna have another episode.
1: Oh, yeah. No, closer, definitely. Closer
2: about this shit and me, Doggo. And I want Doggo on this next episode, though.
1: Yeah, no, we so really do hot. need to get Doggo on that. We've been but talking I, about I, him since, man, since man. episode two, I think. The episode he's, photo he, actually features Doggo. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, we. That, yeah, he's been this mysterious character that we've had for a long time. And he'd actually sit down and talk to this too. He's stuff.
2: an individual. <laughs> he is an individual. But yeah, oh, man. That's, that's, so, that's Triforce Gathering next, this
1: Friday. Tomorrow, if you're listening to this in the day, it comes out. Triforce. At right.
2: first, uh, Fuzzy Puzzle is going to have the base stage. Collegoscope is going to be doing the house stage. Right on. Plenty and of f- different vendors. David, Mr. David over here is going to be fucking showing up some paintings. Yeah. yeah. I might buy one. You might buy one.
1: <laughs> A beautiful collaboration of all forms of art. Fucking yeah. music. You know, every kind of mixed media. It age, sounds. Still, it's going to be wonderful.
0: You will be at Art in the Park this Sunday, too. Yes, I
2: will also be at Art in the Park. Uh, are we playing music there?
0: Yes, I actually there's. Last a very, time we didn't. Are we doing there, this one? There, there definitely is. It's, it's getting going. You got Detmer, Pee Wee, Firefly, uh, Justin, and Kevin are going to be playing loosely. I mean, I imagine that it's kind of going to be. I I told them all I said because they're the ones that came to me about it, and I said I don't have. The we'll we'll, get a, we'll we'll if, if yeah. we're
2: going to do it because last time we did it. Uh, this time we're gonna do it. So yes. in the Park, Peak Park, Water Park,
0: and the Elixir Bar is gonna also be set up too. So it's a great way to get drunk off those elixirs that don't have any alcohol in them. Um, so come on, support the Elixir Bar. It's gonna be really fun. Lots of good energy. Come out
1: this Sunday. This you Sunday have an elixir bar at, at, at the Peak Park. park. Yep. Dude, this I Sunday. I know that. Yeah. Part Park
0: three. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be bright and early try to make the most of the daylight so come on by I'll be there super early we're gonna be setting up it's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff so always a good time so yeah try to make it out and uh, you could always follow me um, at hood rat stuff with three F's on Instagram or follow the psychedelic lines den which throws art in the park it's psychedelic underscore lions underscore den
1: oh here's an instagram story and make sure that you guys follow us on you know social media on instagram like we're doing this right now so this is only for the people who already have so this is kind of ironic and then also make sure that you subscribe to the podcast you guys fucking tell your friends spread the word out there whoa save that okay that's going to the story And make sure that you guys subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you show us all sorts of love in any way you can. Honestly, just saying, like, fucking give us just a thumbs-up emoji or some lazy shit like that if you don't have anything to say because I all that shit emoji. helps. All right, poop emojis, fucking unicorns, <laughs> rainbows. You know what the fuck we're about. People, fucking get us out there. Help us out. Help us grow. And we've been doing it every episode since the first time we started, so we do appreciate everybody that has so far. And, of course, do not forget to follow us on social media. That is at Let It Cast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and you can see me Built this out live. If you want to check our Instagram story at the moment.
0: Tell your kids, tell your wives, tell your husbands, tell everybody up in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that, that quote
1: is uh, problematic in this day and age. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, anyways. Everyone names used to be about rape. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyways. <laughs> so, yes, I got the, a, I got a giggle from the audience over here. I love it. All right.
0: guys. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for yeah, not, thank uh, you uh, guys. coming and on. Thank with you us. guys for having me over here, man. man. You know. It's been all right. right all you guys out there we love you and don't Catch forget raids. let us leave yeah